Hey, what's going on, guys? Welcome to the Mentored in Faith podcast slash YouTube channel, wherever you're watching this. Uh, and it's December 26th, and this is going to be the first kind of official episode of the Mentored in Faith uh, channel or whatever. I was going to wait till the new year to launch this, but, you know, this morning in my reading, something that came over me was, hey, don't wait. Um, you know, God doesn't call us to wait till January 1. He doesn't call us to wait till this or that to happen. You know, God puts a vision in our heart and, and uh, he calls us to do uh, what he wants us to do uh, right now. He doesn't tell us to, well, I mean, he tells us to be patient, but, uh, you know, some things he doesn't tell us to wait or to pray about. He just puts it in our heart and says to go after it. Uh, so I wanted to honor that. And I wanted to start this today, December 26th, the day after Christmas. Um, and get to work and start working on some stuff, some stuff that I had desired for 2021. Uh, Happy New Year, I guess. So we're going to start right now. Um, so I was reading Jeremiah 10 this morning, uh, Jeremiah 10 through Jeremiah 23. I've been doing the Bible, the entire Bible in 90 days. Uh, and I'm on, I'm in Jeremiah, I think I'm on like days 56 or 55. I just want to break through and go through some of my notes for this podcast, this first Mentored in Faith. Uh, I have some ideas about bringing people on. I want to learn from other people. You know, iron sharpens iron. Uh, that's something I read just a few days ago and something that my pastor has uh, mentioned to me over and over again. But uh, I do want to have guests on this podcast. But at this moment, I figured everyone with Christmas and whatnot is uh, is enjoying their time with their families and whatnot, enjoying some time off, vacation, whatever, and figured might as well just get started me just chatting to the camera, chatting to the mic and uh, making this podcast. But these, this is kind of what spoke to my heart today and kind of what God was saying to me. And uh, just going to run through it. And I hope you guys enjoy. hope you guys leave some comments and feedbacks. Um, I, I'm very new to my faith, uh, probably only in, uh, from April to now. So however many months that is, eight or something like that. Uh, maybe a little less than that. So always looking to be better. You know, by no means do I think that my interpretation is correct. Uh, or whatever, but these are the things that I think you know, God puts in my heart when I'm uh, when I'm reading through this. So, kind of the, the first thing that jumped out to me, and you know, I, I don't always write down exactly where it is in the text, but this: uh, everyone is senseless uh, and without everyone is senseless and without knowledge. You know, I think there's power in kind of accepting that, that knowing that there's always an opportunity uh, to learn. There's always opportunity for us to get better. Uh, that none of us are perfect, you know, none of us are Christ, none of us are Jesus, and uh, we all have room to get better. And like I said, there's power in accepting that and realizing that there is room for growth, there's room for us to get better. And, you know, not thinking that we know it all and putting ourselves above other people uh, and putting people down because we think that we're better than them. Uh, and it says in Jeremiah ten twenty one, the, the shepherds are senseless and do not inquire of the Lord. So they do not prosper and all their flocks are scattered. And, you know, I, I kind of had scattered mind here with their flock is scattered. Uh, you know, personally, you know, I've dealt with some mental health issues, some depression, some anxiety. Uh, and a lot of anxiety comes from a scattered mind. And um, I noticed that my anxiety peaks when I, you know, don't seek the Lord, you know, in my eight months or so, or whatever, where I've accepted Christ and, and deeply kind of committed myself to my faith. Um, that when I don't inquire, when I don't seek God, when I don't pray, um, you know, I don't prosper and I have those spurts of anxiety and uh, I get really depressed and whatnot. So uh, seek the Lord, pray often. Uh, and I also wrote prosperity and, prosperity and peace come from seeking the Lord. So like I said, that anxiety is peaked when I don't, when I don't pray as much and when I don't think on the Lord as much. 
Uh, and that prosperity and pr- peace, which God promises, comes through prayer and comes through building that relationship with him. And uh, like any relationship, you know, it's built through communication and communication. Our way of communicating with the Lord is through prayer. So uh, and then it says, you know, this is a question asked in Jeremiah. It says, you know, why does the way of the wicked prosper? Why do all the faithless live at ease? Uh, and then later it says, they will turn my pleasant field into a desolate wasteland. Uh, they will sow wheat, but reap thorns. They will wear themselves out, but gain nothing. Um, and, you know, I, th- I think there's a lot of false pretenses. And I think often we look at people who kind of don't always do the right thing, kind of do negative stuff and kind of struggle with the fact that how they're being super successful and it can be somewhat envious of that. And, uh, you know, just knowing that, you know, what you see on the surface is not necessarily, uh, true and that they may not necessarily be reaping the rewards that you think they are or living the life that you think they are. And something, and this comes in with Jeremiah thirteen ten. it says, you know, these wicked people who refuse to listen to my words, who follow the stubbornness of their hearts, and I have that underlined, who follow the stubbornness of their hearts, you know, don't don't change and go after God ways, um, and don't and and go after other gods and to serve and worship them, will be like this belt, completely useless. You know, I, I kind of start. You know, that's not something to rejoice over. It is a comforting statement. It kind of lets you know that, you know, wh- when you are doing the right thing, and you know, and too often and I do this too, where we're like, you know, I always do everything right, and I, you know, I don't reap the rewards of it. I get punished, and you know, we don't always do everything right. So let's just admit that right now. But um, just knowing that people that you know are not necessarily doing what's right or hurting people on purpose, and uh, you know, have hurt you that uh, you know they're not necessarily reaping what you think they are. Um, you know, this, this says that they're completely useless. They're definitely not completely useless, but um, just realizing that, you know, it's comforting, yes, but it's also sad that, you know, a life is, you know, wasted, a day is wasted uh, when they treat people that way. And, you know, all because of foolishness and not being humble and, uh, and just being stubborn and not necessarily having the faith uh, in the Lord. So, Um, And then questions go, do any of the worthless idols of the nations bring rain? Do the skies themselves send down showers? Uh, And then in Jeremiah 14, 22, it says, No, it is you, Lord, our God. Therefore, our hope is in you, for you are the one who does all this. And in this, you know, we often look at storms and rain kind of as, you know, dark times, dark moments, usually the dark clouds that, you know, accompany that accompany rain showers and but in this in this verse uh, rain is actually relief in the, in this sense and it, I wrote you know in the corner this is such a powerful prayer for you and for others um, you know because there will be droughts you know droughts periods of times of downs you know those troughs of life the you know rock bottoms or whatever um, maybe not seeing that as a storm but seeing it as a drought in this sense uh, and there will be droughts you know that cause those to turn away from the Lord. Um, but he will not leave them uh, for those who change their ways and turn back to the Lord will find their relief. And one of the big things that I kind of struggle with personally is uh, forgiveness. And you know, I've had a lot of grudges for a lot of years. And I think the big thing for forgiveness is kind of humility. And this is something that I've been thinking about late, a lot lately that, um, 
you know, kind of the assumption, you know, the thing that makes me mad and allows me not to forgive so much kind of is the thought that, um, you know, these people act that way. They act a certain way. They hurt people. They hurt me. And they don't change. You know, they're just move on with their lives. They're happy. They're smiling. And, you know, that's kind of ignorant. That's kind of uh, kind of a brag almost. You know, I kind of see and I kind of said this to myself. Something that I do is, you know, take those thoughts, you know, think about the, just how the, I distorted them personally in my mind and uh, kind of a rational response to that. And, you know, I, I kind of wrote down for this one, you know, it's kind of, you know, kind of you know, almost beneath me to assume that they won't change because, you know, I'm not perfect. You know, I've, 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 it's not like I've never hurt somebody. It's not like I've never made a mistake. Uh, and, and, you know, I have that desire in my heart to change and be better and to grow deeper in my faith and walk more with Christ. And so I think it's, uh, I don't think it's fair for me to assume that other people won't change. Um, you know, and I pray for those people that they would, you know, maybe see the error in their ways or maybe I was wrong. Maybe I'll see the error in my ways uh, and just seek the Lord and, and continue to be better and use whatever experiences we had together or whatever experience they have, low moments, to just draw closer to the Lord and, uh, and be stronger. So, yeah. Uh, and then I said, Jeremiah fifteen twenty one says, I will save you from the hands of the wicked and deliver you from the grass, the grass of the cruel. Uh, and then Jeremiah sixteen seventeen, my eyes are, my eyes are on all their ways; they are not hidden from me, nor is their sin concealed from my eyes. And basically, I just wrote that the Lord sees all. And like I've been talking about, you know, we often don't see the struggles or the pain that other people are are experiencing, um, and we often resent people because we, you know, we don't think that they experience remorse. Like I was just talking about. Um, you know, it's it's not our fault, and it's not our fault that we didn't help them. Um, for those that struggle with self-blame and blaming everything on themselves, you know, it's, it's not your fault. Um, you know, if someone wants to change, if someone wants to fix themselves, you know, you have to accept that. You have to accept that you want to, you want to be willing to fix yourself. You have to actually uh, believe in that and, and desire that. You know, and there's power and relief in that. Um, and just some stuff, you know, that I could be doing better. You know, one of the things, um, because I am so new to my faith, you know, I kind of struggle incorporating it. Um, you know, it's something that I just kind of do myself in my family. Uh, you know, I'm kind of the only one that goes to church. So I'm one that kind of, uh, regularly reads the Bible and all that stuff. Um, and you know, it's someone uncomfortable, someone uncomfortable, um, communicating that with my, with my folks and, with my family and about my faith and stuff like that. And, you know, just something that I could do to step out and be uncomfortable is, you know, maybe praying before dinner with the family, you know, say, Hey, like, I would like to, you know, bless this meal. Um, and just, you know, stepping out of that comfort zone and, um, being a little uncomfortable, but kind of exposing my faith and, um, and growing by being, by putting myself in, in that uncomfortable situation. So, and then in Jeremiah 17, 5, I have cursed is the one who trusts in man, who draws strength from mere flesh, whose heart turns away from the Lord. Um, and I, and then, you know, I have written down here, you know, women who seek approval from a bunch of men, um, you know, looking at social media, TikTok and you know, everything, you know, all these women, and this includes Christian women who, you know, put their bodies out there, put their um, kind of like these teaser videos out there that, oh, I'm looking for a man. Uh, and then they get these like comments and stuff and it is mainly just a tease really to get views. 
Um, you know, and, and, you know, I really shouldn't judge their attention, but, you know, I see it kind of as like that. And it's no different for me or for men, you know, seeking admiration on socials, whether posting a big fish or anything like that, you know, something that, you know, I, like I might do on social media, you know, but these are all, you know, these are all sinful and kind of, I don't know, just it kind of lacks, it kind of reflects a lack of confidence in the Lord. Oh, excuse me, I need some water there. Um, and, you know, we're not called to seek fame or admiration, but rather to glorify God. And Jeremiah seventeen seven, just a couple of verses later, follows this up. It says, But blessed is the one who trusts in the Lord, whose confidence is in him. And, oh, and, you know, live our lives with, this is something I wrote, you know, live our lives without fear, you know. Be someone that doesn't seek the view counts on TikTok, on YouTube, you know, the likes or the subscribers and followers. I can't tell you how many times I've told my parents, like, hey, like, I have this many subscribers on YouTube, blah, blah, blah. You know, not to put that stuff on a pedestal, not to make those things idols or even make other people idols, you know, whether it be someone that you're in a relationship with, someone who's, uh, excuse me, someone whose opinion kind of matters to you. Um, that you would just kind of, you know, realize that those things don't define you. They don't define how successful you are or your worth. Um, but you know, always to seek to glorify, you know, God, regardless of whether anyone listens to what I'm saying right now, or, you know, whether zero people see it or whether a million people see it, that those subscriber counts, those view counts, they, they don't really matter. And that our actions should just be to, to serve and to glorify God with all that we can. Um, and then it says, it has no worries in a year of drought and never fails to bear fruit. I didn't write why I wrote that down, but I can see how that, you know, we're talking about drought. You know, it never fails to bear fruit. You know, even in a drought, kind of when there's no water, the Lord is always with us and he's always working and providing for us. So even when we're low, we're provided for. And that's, you know, that's amazing. Um, and then I wrote, don't wait, which is kind of where I got here and why I'm recording this right now the day after Christmas um, and it says I am ridiculed ridiculed all day long everyone mocks me this is Jeremiah's complaint in Jeremiah 20 somewhere I didn't write down the verse uh, it says why did I ever come out of the womb or see trouble and sorrow to the end of my days in shame and you know this kind of speaks to a lot of stuff um, and then I'll get back to that. But then I, lastly, I had written down in Jeremiah 23, 4, there will no longer, they will no longer be afraid or terrified, nor will any be missing. And under missing, I have lost underlined missing, and I wrote lost. And just that we often feel lost. You know, we all f often have this thing where like, you know, I wish I never would have came out of the womb. You know, I wish I had never been born. Um, but, you know, God made us, you know, the way that he saw, he made us in his image. And, um, put us here for a reason um, and just kind of realize that in the days you know when stuff gets hard and when uh, you know things aren't always easy we kind of hit those rock bottoms we get to those droughts um, and we just kind of see you know we have those days where we wish we were born we wish we weren't here um, you know I've had a lot of those days over the last few years and, and that's kind of what's led me to my faith and that's kind of an amazing thing uh, to think about and, and just know that, you know, there's a reason for our being and a purpose. 
So always rely on that. So, but that was all my notes for today. Um, I really enjoyed reading through the entire Bible at this point. Uh, I'll be back again hopefully tomorrow reading uh, some more and hopefully chatting about it. So I'd just like to finish with a quick prayer. Uncover. Uh, Heavenly Father, I pray that um, someone would just find this message and, uh, you know, whether it be just, you know, one person or even zero people that just me speaking to this mic and posting this on the podcast, it, you know, it has implications for me and, and for those, anyone that would listen, that we would just uh, rejoice in your love and that, you know, kind of almost as I read this, you know, my voice quakes and I you know, somewhat lose my breath and almost become anxious. Uh, but that's because I can see the work that you're doing and the strength that you're giving me uh, to speak these words. And where sometimes you know, it feels like I just need to breathe deep and catch my breath. And that, you know, kind of when I relax, you know, when I take that deep breath, that I'm breathing. I'm breathing in your hope and your peace and your promises. And that it can sometimes be difficult uh, to go through this life. And sometimes, you know, we don't always want to be here. We don't always want to get up and fight another day. Uh, but Lord, your love is so great. And you put us here for a reason. And, you know, while we complain sometimes and while we fret and while sometimes we lose faith, it's all for a purpose that you're teaching us something. You know, not to seek the admiration of the flesh, but to seek the Lord and to glorify you. For with your strength, we can, we can do anything. And through you, we can do anything to accomplish your purpose and to make this world a better place. Yeah, I pray that someone today would find this message and be lifted up. Because I know you've lifted me up so much over the last few years. And Lord, I pray all this in Jesus' name.